what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Just West podcast. I'm your host, Just the West, and I'm with my co-host, Camo. But before you say what's up, Happy New Year, guys. Uh, 2024. Camo, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, 2024. I had to look up today what the zodiac sign was. Do you, do you happen to know what 2024 animal is? Well, I am I am Asian. I know it's the year of the dragon. Oh, of course. That that's what I what, what about the I want the white people think, but what's the zodiac thing? No, that's what I mean. That's that's what I mean. The the, zo- oh. the, an, the animal. You know, it's all it's all it's all one. Oh, okay. Like, I thought you're yeah. gonna do like Cancer Sagittarius sort Oh, of. dude, I have no idea. That okay. that never changes. That doesn't change the years. That's just like whatever your birth month is. Okay. I mean you're hot, but maybe there's something I'm I'm missing. That's what I thought too. So yeah. that's a fair point. No. Uh, quick quick story. I remember back in uh, I think third or fourth grade, we were doing some some you know i know both of us are 87 you're you're the rabbit that's right um i remember back then though the rabbit wasn't as cool so i used to pretend that i was either born 86 which is a tiger or 88 which is a dragon because oh my God, that's so, that's so the, the, the rabbit is flanked by two uh two pretty pretty powerful uh predators there yeah no it's uh well that's true um i never thought of it that way but uh you know what? It's it's cool. You know, rabbits rabbits are uh, you know they have a lot of their own quality characteristics. Yeah, it's better than being a rat. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Anywho, so as we go off to a new year for two, for two, for twenty four, yes, um, yes, a lot of things to be excited for in the NFC West, and uh, the reason why I say uh, I'm I'm excited, and I'm, as I'm sure you are, is just two two things happen um, within the NFC West that. It, it's going to change the entire landscape of, of the playoffs. Uh, so a big shout out to, to the Niners. Uh, the Niners, they, they took care of business um, on the road on a short week after getting their asses handed by by the Ravens on Christmas and essentially ruined my Christmas. But they, they took care of <laughs> 27 to 10, um, which was the first component. So I'm like, okay, great. They, they won. They took care of business. You know, uh, they came away from the game rather unscathed. No, no major injuries or, or whatever. Okay. So that that's awesome. But the second thing that I did not expect, and Camo, you being from uh well, at one point in time being from Arizona, uh the Arizona Cardinals, okay. So that they were projected, I mean, they're they're gonna be like in the lottery this year. And you know, if you were gonna tell me that the Arizona Cardinals, a uh, rebuilding team, were gonna go to Philly, all the way to Philly, being twelve and a half point underdogs, um and I said on the previous pod, like the one X factor silver lining thing that the Cardinals had going for them against these Eagles was the fact that their head coach, John Gannon was the former defensive coordinator mm. of the Eagles. So I was like, Hey, um, you know, talent wise, like the Eagles are just coming off a Super Bowl appearance last year and they're, they need to win and there's no effing way that they're going to lose to the Cardinals. Right. Uh, and that's exactly what. So the Cardinals won thirty-five to thirty-one, and uh, Cable. I don't know if you, if, if you saw the Niners like um, there's a couple reels in Instagram, or whatever you want to check it out. But like they finished the game, they they right, right. a victory, and then they're in the locker room watching, which is yeah. such a cool, cool scene, right? They're watching the final seconds yeah. of Kyler Murray and, and the Eagles and just the outcome, and yeah. because of that, the Niners are now the number one seed. The yep. top seed, they've sealed that in the NFC conference. 
yeah, I, I did. I did see that. It's kind of cool to see them all, all you know, with all their gear on and jerseys, still watch, just watching some random TV in the back, just like everyone else, like hoping for the outcome of this game, but then realizing like with this win, they they, they get the number one seed overall in the NFC. Um, pretty cool. Pretty cool because obviously this is going to dictate kind of their course for the next, at least for the rest of this month, for sure, in terms of preparation for the playoffs, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, hand, uh, shout out to the Card- Cardinals for getting it done. 12 and a half point underdogs. Um, you know, I, I think the Eagles, I'm sh- uh, I think have, have not been playing their best the last month. They've probably look at their record. Um, but they, uh, you know, that was one that they, they definitely laid a big egg for sure. Um, and I think the Niners social media had posted out something about like, you know, thank you hashtag bird gang or something for, uh, for that win. And, uh, to your, to your point about that, I did see that. And I think the Cardinals uh, social media uh, account, uh, replied back with like a, like a handshake, uh, you know, yeah, I got you. (laughs) By the way, the, the, the Cardinals social media team, they're, they're, they're fire. I I have liked them. (laughs) That was, that's the coolest part. And, uh, Going back to that scene where the Niners were in the locker room. Yeah. What's up with the Washington Commanders? That, that TV is like from the 90s. It was like a. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it was like a horrible TV. It wasn't even HD. It was like, it was really bad. I mean, you're talking about a, a billion dollar franchise. You know what? Yeah. I mean, they, they've gone through, through some, through some flux in recent years, but yeah, you would think they'd have a little more, uh, you know, recent TV somewhere, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So let, let, let's. Uh, I guess this is a good transition. So going back to that Niners game, um, you know, Brock Purdy coming off four interceptions to the Ravens, and everyone's just like, "Oh no!" Like you know, um, not not the MV MV Purdy, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's a foregone conclusion that because of that performance, there's no way that he's going to win MVP. It's probably going to yeah. be Lamar Jackson. But um, you know, kudos to, to Purdy. He he responded this week, took care of business. Um, you know, it was a close game. It was tied 10-10 at one point. But then eventually, uh, second half, they made their adjustments. They took care of business. They they forced two turnovers uh, with two interceptions. Traverius Ward and, and uh, then I'm going to Lenore. Uh, but Purdy, uh, an efficient 22 for 28, 230 yards passing, two touchdowns, uh, including a nice um, scamper where he rolled out and he played a little bit of backyard football and, and found Ayuk. Um, crossing uh in the end zone but uh the coolest thing about about this just in terms of numbers um uh, i mean it's been a long time since the Knights have had a i won't say a competent quarterback because i don't want to shit on jimmy g or anything like that but uh birdie has surpassed um jeff garcia for like you know the single season franchise passing record um i think he's got like 4200 passing yards this season well wow. so he he surpassed Jeff Garcia, Joe Montana, like I know it's a very different time. Obviously, you know um, it's a more of a pass heavy league now, but um, pretty cool for Purdy's first season. Uh, I don't know if he's going to play next week because you know they they have the number one seed right. pretty much done. But uh, you know for sixteen games and to have that accomplished already, and you haven't even finished the season, yeah, but yet it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get a chance to kind of reflect on the loss on the pod last week, but again, I feel like we know that one of these types of games was going to be coming for him at some point. Did we think it was going to be four picks 
et cetera, et cetera? Probably not. But at the same time, it wasn't super surprising for a quarterback who's literally, like you said, um, hasn't even finished his first full season as a starting quarterback. Um, So he, you know, I think it's more so than anything, it's very telling. I agree. I don't think he's going to end up winning the MVP, but the fact that we will, Niners will likely have two finalists for MVP um, with him and CMC is pretty, pretty impressive. Um, So in, in, in the race for MVP, I I agree. I don't think it's going to be pretty anymore because of that performance. I hope it goes to, to Christian McCaffrey, but again, the running back is not always going to be the most uh, highly kind of sought after in terms of uh, you know, first place voting for for that award. Yeah, and and not to rub one out to, to Brock Purdy because I know we've been doing that all all, all year, but uh, you know, for, for Purdy, just consider the context. Okay, so he has this freak injury last year at Philly, you know, in the NFC Conference, and they, and they lost. We all know that, but um, more importantly. Um, he had no off-season work with the number ones because he was recovering from his elbow, right? Right, right. He had no reps, um, a lot of uncertainty if he's going to even start the season. There were rumors that saying that he might come in mid-season. They might put him on IR, you know, early on. Right. Because, you know, you just don't know about it. And then you still had Trey Lance and all this, you know, they signed Sam Darnold. Like, everyone's worried about the quarterback position because, you know, Two, three of their quarterbacks got hurt um, last year, and then uh, the the caveat that it didn't really occur to me, but what what I read is uh, the the elbow surgery that he he did is like super new. Like uh, hmm. it's Venmo is older than than the, uh, the procedure <laughs> that was done. Like it's something where like I think Nick Mullins and him they were like the only quarterbacks in recent years that have huh. had this sort of injury, let alone had that sort of surgery. Yeah. Um, so super risky per se, but my God, like, and yeah, full season, and this is what you get right now, right? That's crazy. Yeah, no, it's kudos to him. I mean, again, he still he still had to put in the rehab time and do all that stuff, and again, and kind of adjust to not being able to practice for the whole off season, essentially, and to come in and be be starter from from day one. Um, it's really, I guess, for Niners fans, comforting knowing that we have. A very competent quarterback going forward who you know is gonna is gonna be there for even for a very long time yeah and even going back to that i mean do you remember niners fandom it was like civil war because it was yeah it was purdy versus you know trey lance and then when they traded trey lance to the cowboys in the preseason like i lost my shit too oh my god <laughs> right? do you remember yeah. all that drama that happened yeah, and the course. season even start you're like oh my Sam Darnold won the number two position and then Trey Lance gets traded to the Cowboys. Like, God. Yeah. I mean, again, it's, this is, you know, the Tom Brady, Kurt Warner type, type feel to it. You know, underdog story, blah, 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 late draft round pick, blah, blah, blah. I mean, who's to say that, you know, that prettiest could be Tom Brady, but you know, he could be Kurt Warner. Who knows? Right. Super Bowl winning quarterback. Um, He's he was a guy with a really weird backstory and bounced around a lot, but you know, Purdy is you know as long as he can stay healthy and um, he seems to be kind of the guy they're looking for and kind of has these traits of different kind of types of quarterbacks the Niners have seen in years past. You know, Jeff Garcia type, Steve Young type, but you know has a really good touch on the ball. Um, it's it's exciting because again he's just one you know, a very key position, but just one position of many that the Niners have that are uh, formidable. Yeah. 
Yeah, and um, I guess the last thing to, you know, obviously we like the Niners, uh, but we covered the entire fantasy West. Oh, yeah, I forgot about uh, that. The last thing I will say is because they get that first round by and because next week essentially is a quote-unquote meaningless game. I mean, it, yeah. it matters, but it doesn't matter since they, they sealed it uh, a week early. But uh, because of that, they potentially have three weeks to rest. Right? right. You have next week, you know, you're going to put your backups, then you have the first round by and then you play the following week. Uh, good timing too because actually the, the Niners weren't expecting to – it, you know, clinched the number one seed this early. And uh, I don't know if you saw it, but the second half, Christian McCaffrey did not play because he right. strained his calf. And yep. yep, saw that. They said that, you know, it's minor, he should be fine. But um, can you imagine if he had, you know, strains his calf and then they had to play the Rams in a must-win game? Like, it just... Yeah, no, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad that that's not the scenario, but... Actually, that was interesting because I was listening to KMBR today and I wanted to, I heard their takes on this. I want to get yours as well about the whole, all right, it's January 2nd, you know, next week's game really doesn't, doesn't mean anything. It's almost like a preseason game, which is a good opportunity for backups to get some PT and all that stuff. Are you in the, in the camp that it's, it's important for players, starters to play a, a few series or a quarter to kind of, you know, keep the momentum going, get a good, you know, break a sweat type of thing um, just for, for that sake? Or do you, because again, the data shows that teams that have two, three weeks off actually don't fare off very well in the long long run versus teams that kind of continue to play on a week-by-week basis. Um, but knowing that if you play starters, there's always a risk of injury. Do you feel like, are you more that camp of play them just for a little bit or just like not? We're going to shut down CMC, Purdy, Trent Williams, all those guys. Great question. Um, I've thought about it actually in the last couple of days too. I mean, I think other things too because you know I have a life. But uh, <laughs> going back to that, uh, two things come come to mind. So the first is you know, the Niners. They're a heavy, heavy veteran team. So they're they're an older team, um, except for Purdy, I guess. But um, yeah. you know they're they're a pretty veteran Latin team. So. Yeah, I, I think it would be in their best interest to, to bulb wrap these guys. In particular, Chris McCaffrey, Trent Williams, Debo. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, they're they're not spring chicken. And uh, the, the type of style they play, they play a very physical sort, sort of brand of football. Mm-hmm. It's like them and the Ravens that that they really punch, punch you guys in the mouth, right? So uh, on that end, I, I would like to wrestle the starters or do as best as you can. Maybe um, – mm-hmm. Maybe like preseason, do like you know, like a series or two. Yeah. Maybe a maybe a first the first quarter, right? Sure, get your reps in, okay. Um, but then on the other hand, too, I I know that Shanahan he's been on record saying like you know he doesn't like that shit either. He he, he wants to um, get his team some reps, um, not to completely like diminish um, the, the 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 fact that uh, they could they could lose the rhythm. Um, given the, you know that that much of a pause, um, right? I know Sean McVay, like in the preseason for his style for the Rams, is like Aaron Donald and Stafford. They don't play a single snap in preseason, which right? Is they don't do anything. So yeah, yeah. It's interesting you brought McVay because I think some some reporter interviewed him and asked him that question about you know, this game next week, where seemingly it's 
I mean, there's more, I, I believe there's more implications for the Rams because depending on how, you know, if, if they were to win and there's another team once, like they get the sixth or seventh seed, I believe. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. Something like that. But basically he had also said kind of similar to kind of what we're talking about is like, he's just looking about the, the wild card game. He's, he's like, was like, yeah, we're basically just focused on, on the playoffs at this point. So kind of shows you what that what next week's game really means to them. So if they're, you know, not as, as locked in with their team, I mean, obviously every team plays a win, but I think that my stance on this is I'm with you veteran heavy team really not worth it because you know what most of the time these these guys have played 17 games 17 game season they they can use as much rest as, as they can to heal up do whatever they can to do mentally get ready for the playoffs um i think it's also a good opportunity for guys like sam darnold to get some pt in the, yeah. in, the in the event that he needs to come in and play in a playoff game um give a chance to some of like you know backup tight ends to get more playing time uh, you know niners recently picked up um What's the name? The, the dude from the from the Chargers. Yeah, someday he's a yeah. veteran. He just signed. He's been with the team for like what a week, week and a half. Exactly. Yeah. You know, g- give him some, playing. give him some run. Um, you know, the Niners have a lot of depth. Give give other guys a chance to really step up there, special teamers, you know, that kind of stuff. Do you think they um, put Jason Verrett as the starter? <laughs> Probably. Honestly, I saw I mean, that. I was like, not a, you know, right? Just to see I was like, I was like, I thought this dude retired like two years ago from all his injuries, but he's just still there. He's, I mean, he was on the practice squad. They elevated him. Um, maybe they elevated him again just just to see, you know? He's literally had, what, like four significant injury injuries in his career? Legends never die, Cabo. Legends That's never true. Die. That's true. Well, Jason Red, I remember he he was, back in the day when they, they were trying to draft him, we were like, oh, we should get this dude. He's like, you know, he's the corner we need, blah, blah, blah. And then he went to the Chargers and just got hurt. And it's been, well, he ended up in the Niners, so. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I, I think we're on, we're on the same page. Yeah. Um, so going back to that, congratulations, Niners. What a great way to to roll into the new year as the, the number yeah. one. Um, a lot of drama that, that went into it, especially when they lost three games in a row. Yeah. Um, and look at them now. Shit. So Crazy. it's it's Super Bowl or bust. Let's just say that. Oh, yeah. We all know that. So Yeah. Uh, so let's transition going back to how they got, got the number one seed. So this Cardinals team... Uh, did he watch this football game? Because they, they manhandled the Eagles. They like hmm. James Conner fucking ran just trucks, defenders, um, even Michael Carter, their their backup running back, Kyler Murray had them on skates. Like this was um hmm. you know, for, for an Eagles team that need uh at at Philly, a tough oh. crowd. I didn't even realize they were away. I thought they were home. No, they were oh at Philly oh, outdoors. Like, wow. Uh, you know, this uh, December football, like it's cold there. right. And they, yeah. they out physical the Eagles. And for, for all that to happen, I just, you know what? I'm not even too surprised because you know what? The Cardinals, they, they ran on the Niners, they ran on the Cowboys and that now they ran on the Eagles. So maybe they, they have something, um, but I did not expect this to happen. I just, I just, I just didn't, you know, that's crazy. Yeah. I did see Connor had a big game, uh, you know, as I was, you know, vying for my seventh or eighth place consolidation bracket. Um, but he had, yeah, he, uh, he, uh, you know, he had, he had a, a big game. 
125 rushing yards. I think it touchdown as well. Um, you know, they they were the more physical team, and that's good. I mean, you know, when no one here on this, you know, no one here likes the Eagles. So anytime that they could lose at home, and that's in a scenario which benefits the Niners, I think it's a win win. And I don't know if you heard, you know, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, but it seems like there's rumors that there's a kind of a rift uh, within the locker room. AJ mm. Brown's being he's he's pissed off. A lot of a lot of eyes are looking at Sirianni, the head coach. Mm. Um, the defense obviously hasn't been playing well, and Matt Patricia's now apparently uh, the defensive coordinator, which they they changed midstream. So I mean, there's um this Eagles team like they were, you know, they were. Super, Super Bowl contenders. I, I, yeah, they might lose the first round. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. So, um, what did the what did the what did the Seahawks do this past weekend? Yeah. So about that. So uh, the Cardinals. Thank you to the thank you cards because you helped out the Niners. Uh, the Seahawks. Well, we can talk about the Seahawks and the Rams for that matter. But the Seahawks, they they had if if they beat the Steelers. They were hosting the Steelers at Seattle. If they had won their won that game, um, they'd they'd have like a 60, 65, 70% chance of making the playoffs. Um, they lost mm. to Mason Rudolph and the Steelers, by the way. Mason R- Rudolph was the quarterback. Um, this Steelers team put up 30 points at Westfield. Mm. Um going back to the run, uh Najee Harris ran for like 120 yards. Um, they got ran on like it was not maybe not Eagles bad. Actually, you know, it, it was pretty bad. Um, embarrassing loss for the Seahawks team, a team where um, you know, they they acquired Leonard Williams for a second round pick, which is looking to be really bad since um because of this loss. Uh, if the Packers win next week, which I think they will, the Seahawks are out. They they have a twenty percent chance now. It completely. This was a game that they had to win at home. This gutted them. This is a pretty bad loss. Um, they still can. They still can make playoffs, um, but they don't hold the cards anymore. Let's just say mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, I was just looking at the playoff kind of picture. Yeah, it's not looking good for them. If the, Pack- if the Packers win, they're in. So they need the Packers to lose. I, I believe. And then... Um, Going back to uh, George Pickens had seven catches, 131 yards. Najee Harris in his 20s. So they ran the ball between Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. They ran it 40 times on, on the Seahawks. Whoa. Yeah, ran it 40 times. Um, Harris averaged 4.5 yards a carry. Warren averaged 5.8. Like, this this was not good. This was not, like, not a good performance by the Seahawks. I, I, feel like, I feel like if the Seahawks do not make the playoffs – there's going to be some big changes coming to Seattle. Namely, I think, starting with P. Carroll. Um, but I feel like, you know, that that fan base is just like, they're so passionate. And for them to kind of just be toiling in kind of mediocrity. I know they made a playoffs last year, and Gino is kind of a nice story. But, you know, they're used to going to Super Bowls and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like changes are, are brewing for them. It's tough with this team because they were a surprise team last year, you know. Yeah. Um, they, kind of similar to the Rams this year, but they had no business making the playoffs last year. But right. they had a stellar draft class, and, you know, then things are looking on the up. Uh, Geno Smith was a good feel-good story. You know, yeah. Him. 
Um, but I think now you're starting to see some of the some of the things that they've done in years past are coming back to haunt them because, uh, you know, just a reminder, they traded two first-round picks for Jamal Adams, and right. he hasn't yeah. played the last couple of games. They actually put him on IR. His, his season's last career as a Seahawk might be done. That guy's always hurt. <laughs> right? And then, um, you know, like... Uh, Crazy. They've spent a lot of money, or they've they've tried to spend a lot of money on this defensive line with Draymond Jones and Lynn Williams, like I mentioned before. Um, but they're not hitting, right? Yeah. So it's um, you know, they have the right intention. I know that Pete Carroll does a great job. Like he's done a pretty good job th- this season, but uh, they're they're not finishing strong. Um, yeah. 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 That's crazy. So speaking of ex Seahawks, did you see the the Broncos may end up? Cutting Russell Wilson. Yeah, and that's the isn't that the craziest thing? So like I won't say it's it's not the same, but you know, when um Khalil Mack got traded from the Raiders to the Bears, everyone was yeah, like it was completely one sided, but yeah, yeah. You know what? No one really won because the Raiders didn't do anything with their draft picks, and then Khalil Mack didn't really work out with the Bears. Right. <laughs> well, I mean the Seahawks at first it looked good, like saying, Hey, you know, they made the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. Um yeah. Uh, but then, you know, there, there's some questions with the Seahawks and Russell Wilson. You know, they they had high aspirations with, with the Broncos, obviously. But uh, between him versus Sean Payton, this is looking pretty ugly. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, speaking of ugly, did you um, happen to see that video of the lowly Carolina Panthers owner um, throwing a drink at a fan? Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> you know, not only. Are they going to be? Well, they are the worst team in the yeah. league. But um, your owner, yeah. By the way, like that's just you can't have that. And uh, I know the NFL that they, they gave him a, a pretty heavy fine, but he's a billionaire. Yeah, and I think they said for for all intents and purposes, it's like a five dollar, you know, yeah. fine to him because he's a billionaire. Yeah, but I was just like thinking, like, what you know, you know good even teams that are like you know the patriots who are terrible this year but like you know have a history of winning and all that stuff the culture you know i know they're actually patriots are a good example because robert Kraft did a bunch of shady stuff but like things like that where you have like you know the niners the york family doing something like that like you wouldn't see that happening but the fact that like this team has been so bad and just like toiling in, in, in lameness and just doing that, just like, just really speaks on, on, on the culture there. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I'm always a firm believer in, you know, all the successes or the failures. It, it goes back up top. I mean, it goes back to ownership. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Tabor, he, he's fired two head coaches. Like, yeah. Uh, um, they're going to have, and, and again, they're going to have a, probably get a new coach again this year. And, and he, they're still paying the you know the previous yeah. coaches too. Yeah, and they're gonna have number one, number two pick, whatever. And you know who knows? They're like, oh man, should have we should have picked uh, CJ Stroud, but we got Bryce instead. <laughs> yeah, man, it's um, it it's tough, and I, I think that for him being a new NFL owner, I mean, obviously, um, you know, he does very well for himself. Yeah, owner, but um, you know, owning a team is very different crazy yeah yeah um yeah so speaking of crazy so all right so Car- cardinals won niners won seahawks lost any, any other thoughts about the seahawks game it was pretty demoralizing especially uh, at, at home um yeah that's about that nope 
Okay. So, so the the last thing was so the Seahawks, they're disappointing. You know, like they were both the Seahawks and the Rams potentially um, could have filled up the wild card spots uh, for the NFC. Seahawks, I don't know, but uh, the Rams certainly took care of business. They they had the tiebreaker anyways uh, against the Seahawks because they they beat the Seahawks twice this year. Uh, but the Rams, I won't say they won convincingly because uh, they, they honestly should have lost. I'm, I'm just saying. But they, they won 26-25. to 25. They, were, they were ahead early on. Um, they gave up, what was it, a punt return, kick return um, late. And then the Giants, uh, instead of going for the extra points, they, they went for two, which was very interesting. Um, and then they, uh, well, you know... Um, they, they they actually had a receiver in, in the backfield in, in the flats for the two-point conversion, but um, threw a little bit behind, and that's all she wrote. So the Rams narrowly come out with that victory. And a big shout-out to this Rams team because very similar to, the, like, the Seahawks last year, like, they weren't expected to be good. Like, they, they had uh, – I think they drafted, like, 14 players this year. They kept all 14 on, on this roster, and – my God, like they, they struggled. So like last year they, they, they drafted Kyron Williams and you know, he's been a stud, uh, Puka Naku in the fifth round. He might actually right now he's on pace to beat the rookie record for receiving yards, you know, in, in his first season. And he's got like 1400 receiving yards, which is crazy. Um, and they, they drafted two defensive linemen. Um, I think, um, uh, the defensive, ta- I'm drawing a blank right now, but the defensive tackle, Rookie has nine sacks. Aaron Donald has eight. So he's leading the team in sacks as a defensive tackle, which is unheard of. And then they, they have that ah, – man, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, guys. It, it's a little bit late, but they, they have um, – I think it's Kobe Turner, uh, edge guy. He's doing pretty well for himself as well. So, like, um, when you're able to garner three, four starters in, in, in a draft class, like, that's huge. And then uh, – oh, yeah, um, shout-out to Steve Avila as well. Guard in, in the second round. He's been a – a starter from day one. So you put that all together, you get a, a decent run game with Kyron Williams. And then you have a, um, a Stafford team that I mean, for, for the most part, he's stayed upright and he's been playing, uh, I won't say his best football, but he's on pace to have another 4,000 yard season. And this McVay offense, when you have a balanced set with both pass run, kind of similar to the Shanahan offense, like this offense goes and, um, they're in the playoffs now. There you go. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I know you're not the biggest Rams fan per se, but uh, <laughs> I, I got to give them give them their flowers. I mean, uh, yeah. Big Bay, I don't. I don't I, it's not coach of the year, but uh, he's done a pretty damn good job. Yeah. I mean, you know, they they won Super Bowl not too long ago, so you know, they. I know the team looks a lot different, but again, it kind of goes back to the kind of the the foundation of the organization, the team there. So experience yeah and it's a complete 180 because a couple years ago they were like fuck them picks yep and now they're using these picks these <laughs> mid-round picks and they're they're striking gold there you go so, um they can go both ways or at least yeah yeah and your your boy puka is balling out puka is balling out and he's a he's from byu there you go so uh he's, part i mean the- he's, he's, he's for sure gonna be the uh offensive rookie of the year I'd say either him or Jalen Carter. 
I, I think no. Actually, you know what? Maybe CJ Stroud because he's a quarterback. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But Puka Mix is making a very good case. <clears throat> very good case. Um, yeah, man. There's just um so let me let me go back to that. So if you put it all into perspective, let me put the standings. So uh the Niners 12 and 4, the Rams 9 and 7, the Seahawks 8 and 8, the Cardinals 4 and 12. But just looking at it, um interesting in the NFC conference. So Niners number one seed, Cowboys number two. Detroit number three, Bucks number four. So the final spots. So you have the Eagles at, at, at this rate. Um, take the top wild card spot. Then you have the Rams at at the sixth seed, and then you have the Pack. Or I'm sorry, um, seventh seed. And then you have you have the Packers at. I'm, I'm tripping. Okay. Um, Eagles five, Rams six, Packers seven. Uh, and then the Seahawks right now they're they're on the outside. Uh, the Packers and the Seahawks. And the Saints, for that matter, they all have an eight and eight record. So we'll we'll find out what happens in week eight, week eighteen. Wow. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Um, and let's see who are they playing. Okay, so we'll, we'll do this really quick because I know it's, it's almost your bedtime right now. <laughs> it's past bedtime. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. Okay, so. The Seahawks and the well, it's, so the Seahawks win. Um, they certainly have a good chance because they're going on the road. They're playing the Cardinals, Div- divisional special. I mean, how do you okay, play? yeah, yeah. Seahawks are favored yeah. by two and a half. I mean, it's, it's a must-win game for them to stay alive. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, again, with the Cardinals winning last week at Philly, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, but again, if they're in the Seahawks are in a must-win situation, the edge probably goes them a little bit. Yeah. They get it done, but a lot of things have to happen as well. So uh, take care of business first and foremost and take it from there. And then the the last one, it's interesting. So the Rams and the Niners. So the Niners are hosting uh, the final game of the season. Um, but it is literally a meaningless game for both teams. Uh, both teams are in the playoffs. I guess it, maybe the Rams might want to win more so because of seeding. Uh, right, I know you right. Earlier. The Niners are still favored by three and a half, which is interesting. So what are your thoughts about this game? Yeah, I know we talked about it before. Um, every team goes out to, to, to try to win. So, uh, you know, in this, in this situation, I, I wouldn't be, again, if the Niners lose, I'm not going to think anything of it. They win, not, not really going to think anything of it as well. As long as, you know, the players get a good chance to play who, who haven't had a chance to um, this season. And you know everyone stays relatively healthy, right? So goes goes for both teams too. By the way, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, the we'll see. Again, I think really, you know, we'll we'll have we'll have a different discussion, um, especially if these two teams end up playing each other in the first round on January twentieth. That's right. That's right. That would be spicy. Oh my god. Would be. Yeah. Uh, as of right now, I think the Rams would be slated to play, which would be yeah bomb. Um, the Rams for the first round, they're slated to play at Detroit against the Lions. Jared Goff. Lions, there you go. Matthew Stafford Rams, which is just wow. very <laughs> trippy. trippy, super trippy. Uh, and I'm sure the NFL media would be eating that all up if, if that were to come. So, yeah, man. Uh, any other final thoughts? I appreciate you on the pod. The first pod of 2024, by the way. Yeah, no. Um, you know, new year, new pod. So, 
let's keep it rolling. Hopefully we can have a couple more of these, uh, you know, with the remaining NFC West teams in the playoffs. Well, whether it's the Niners or the Rams, hopefully we can continue to talk some NFC West. Or maybe the, maybe the Seahawks. You never know. Or the Seahawks. We can continue to keep keep these pods going uh, maybe into February. I don't know. Yeah. Cardinals, we'll see, we'll see you next season. That's right. <laughs> hey, guys. I appreciate you all uh, checking out the pod, whether it's on uh, Spotify or Apple Music, uh, Google, or wherever you get your, your pods. Um, Instagram at Just the West, Twitter at Just the West, and of course the blog www.justthewest.com. Okay, Mo. Until next time, we out of here, baby. Peace. Peace.